up until I lay my head. I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. Every breath that I the goodness of God. Love your glory. You have held me through the fire. In darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. I have in the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. The life laid down, I surrender now, I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I enable, I will sing of the goodness of God, I will sing of the goodness of God. Has God been good to you this week? Feel free to share your testimonies of what God has done in your life this week and how he's been good to you. Anything else that you might have between the songs, any prayer requests, please feel free to share.
worship the holy God. How the beauty demands such praises. What a splendor outshines the sun. What other majesty rules with justice. Only a holy God. The glory consumes like fire. What other power can raise the dead? What other name remains undefeated? Only before you, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness, and Lord, for this loss again, Lord, that we're hearing about this morning, Lord, we just pray, Lord, for this family, Lord, that you would just clothe them with love, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for Leonard and his family, Lord, how they're surrounding them with love and want to help them, Lord, I just pray you would bless them, Lord, when I think of what they're going through, Lord, I 
I know exactly how it must feel, Lord, the loss of, of, of a mother, of a wife. And, Lord, I just pray for the family, Leonard and his family. And, and if we could help in any way as a congregation, as a church here, Lord, help us to reach out. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. As, as we know... Uh, kind of death and, and parting is hard, but it's got to be so much, infinitely harder if you don't know the Lord and have hope. So we yeah. thank the Lord for the hope that we have. I was sort of going through it this week and got all these letters and sympathy cards and thankful for them, but it just was hard for me to open it. And uh, it really, you know, the relax again and again every time when I see it, I realize, hey, it's true. Thank you, Father, for Papa and for his testimony of your love and your grace through his, in his life. Thank you so much for your faithfulness and your spirit on him and that he can testify to your goodness. And I pray, Father, that you would continue to, in the days, weeks, months ahead, continue to pour out your spirit on him. I thank you that you have done that. You will continue to do that. Help him to continue to. Look to you. I thank you, Father, that your grace is sufficient every day to continue to walk with him and continue to give him your peace. Thank you that you have been doing that and you've been faithful. In Jesus' name. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. What does it mean to be free indeed? Completely. Completely free. No holdbacks. Not just partially, but totally, totally free. Thank the Lord for that this morning. Amen. That is a huge part of being free is our hope in Jesus Christ. And so often as we go through life, I have a couple of these songs in here that speak to this this morning. Jesus says we're free. You've believed on him for your salvation. You're walking with him. You're free. But so often our enemy tries to throw his little snares, his little ropes at us to catch us. And sometimes we allow that to happen. We don't have to. We're free indeed. Because Jesus has said we're free. And sometimes he can come in there and convince us that, well, maybe you're not totally free. And gets us to even believe that at times. Let's choose which voice 
we're going to listen to is as a child of God, you are free indeed.
bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, or we could say temporariness in this world. Not willingly, but by reason of him who has suggested subjected us also unto him. Because the creation we will also be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. We ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit the redemption of the body. For if saved by hope, the hope that is seen is not hope. What a man sees, whether he yet hoped for. But we hope for that which we see not, yet we have patient. We hope for it. Just, I feel that groaning at times. I'm sure others do, you know, like, that this is man's fruit. There's a lot of things we're still waiting to, like, we'll come to the full manifestation of them. But I'm pretty comforted by this because it says that, you know, it's God's will. He has put us here, subjected us to vanity. Temporariness of these things, while inside we're groaning because we have this eternalness of us that just begins to be like Him. As it says, you know, that He manifests for who we truly are in Jesus Christ.
Amen. Thank you, Christopher. Can we pray for you, Lee, and Christy as well? Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We lift up our brother Christy and Sister Lee and their families. They're traveling to Europe. And Father, as they make these connections and and uh, a fellowship around your word and as they travel, we pray that your Holy Spirit would empower them, would give them the hope of the gospel, Lord, and many opportunities to share your word, especially with their friends, some of their friends who don't know you. I pray, Lord, that as they are with them and reconnect with them, that your Holy Spirit would bring that conviction of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment into their life and convert their souls. Lord, I pray that this would be a trip that would not only bless them as a family and enrich their lives, but would bring souls to you, Lord Jesus would encourage your saints and, uh, and, and just bless your people, strengthen your church. I pray that your Holy Spirit would go with them and, uh, and make them uh, able ministers of the gospel. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Oh, maybe we need to keep praying for them. <laughs> well, pray for their sickness and their travel plans. <laughs> you didn't give me enough time to explain that before you got praying. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just come before you so thankful that, Lord, you are the, the master planner. And, Lord, that in all things you are in control. And I just pray that as Lee and Christy are rested and, and um, sitting in Chicago, Lord, I just pray that you would... Provide for them, and Lord, that you would give them the flight that they need to Amsterdam. And I pray that the sickness would be kept at bay or just gone from their life, Lord, as they could be able to fly with the best, um, with the best health possible, and in the best way with all the children, and that they would just be able to be obedient and um, considerate and patient in all that they do, um, especially with their children. Lord, I just pray that your hand would be over them and that you would comfort and heal and keep them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. I like the word picture in this next song. It, it kind of is approaching the same subject, if you will, as our previous song, being free, free indeed. And we're not in the prison. You're, you're totally free. But on the, on the flip side of that, what happens with the power of death, the power of, of sin? God takes that away, and, and this song says, death was arrested. Just the, the polar opposite of us being set free, that death, the power of death and the power of sin. It's been taken into chains. It's handcuffed, thrown in a cell. It doesn't have power over us. My sorrow ended in my sin. Lost without hope, with no place to begin. Your love made a way to let mercy come in. When death was arrested and my life began, ash was redeemed, only beauty remains. My orphan heart was given a name. My morning grew quiet, my feet rose to death. 
sins when death was arrested and my life began. Grace of watches over me. You have made me new. My life begins with you.
Amen. Thank you, Sarah. And on on a side note, <clears throat> we have uh, a kid's version of the Pilgrim's Progress book as well. I don't know if it's the same as you have or not, but very powerful. Our, we went through that with our kids, and, and they absolutely loved it. And I would I would encourage that for any family with, with young children. It's it, it's really powerful, and uh, it it's amazing. Um, the faith of a child. I think. I think sometimes going through something like that with with your children, it uh, it, it inspired it inspired my faith to to hear my kids talk about it. And oh, oh we have that kind of power. We have you know just taking it at, at face value. Oh yeah, that's what God does for us. And uh, it, it inspired me seeing the <clears throat> the faith of a child just accepting the promises of God through allegories like that. So I would encourage anyone with, with young kids to, to get something like that to go, go through with your kids. It'll be a blessing to you as well. So. Yes, Steve. Okay. Steve. One more song here, and this uh, goes with our uh, theme of our breaking of bread and communion service today. Uh, think about that, uh, the power of, of the resurrection um, in our, you know, in the, the breaking of bread, we, we remember the, the death and the suffering of Jesus and the plan that was given to us through that, but that would have all been for nothing if it wasn't for the resurrection. That's what gave it the power that we have today. crowned with glory Savior now to wash our feet. Now at his feet we bow. The one who wore our sin and shame, now robed in majesty. The radiance of perfect love now shines for all to see. Way to him who 
children's lesson today. All right, kids, come on up here. How many are coming? While they come, could we just take a moment to also pray together for Tawny? Um, The Lord is really doing a work in her life, and uh, we're just we're praying that the Lord would would bring her into that full reconciliation of the gospel, and she needs that, and especially you ladies, sisters who have been ministering to her. The Lord is answering our prayers, and as the Lord is pressing in on her heart, um, I I can't share the details, but but you know, in our spirits, what she needs. Let's pray for her, Father. We come to her. To you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the one who died to redeem us, the one who is the propitiation for our sins, but not only for ours, for the sins of the whole world. 
You know how to redeem people, Lord, out of destruction and to bring us into your kingdom. And, and, and Lord, you know how to set us free from being slaves to our flesh and slavery to addictions and, and the things that waste and trash our lives and break our relationships. Oh, Father, I call upon your name this morning for Tawny that you, Holy Spirit, would speak life to her, that your Holy Spirit would come right now where she is, Lord, and you would speak and, and invite her, Lord Jesus, into the fullness of your life, into your full redemption, and you would bring that great salvation into her life. Oh, Father, you promised that you won't break a broken reed. You won't put out the smoldering flax. This smoldering flax, this broken reed, Tawny, we ask you in Jesus' name, bring her to life. Do it through your power of your Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, kids, you can actually come over here. We're going to do this more in the center. Let me push this back and sit there. Whoa, how many of you like that? Okay, well, I'm going to give you a couple scriptures. One is, to illustrate some of this, Jesus told us when he spoke the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, he ended that sermon by saying, whoever hears my words and does them, obeys them, is like a wise person. Would you like to be a wise person? Yep. And he says that wise person... They build their life with a strong and well-built house. Your life is like a house. And it gives shelter to our own hearts, our own souls, but also to others around us. And so I thought I would illustrate this because in 2 Peter, I mean 1 Peter chapter 2, Peter tells us through the Holy Spirit that we are living stones. We're built up to be God's spiritual house where God dwells within us. But in another place, Paul says, so since that's true, everyone should be careful how they build on it. So to illustrate this, I'm going to use every block here that we put together as a truth. Okay? So let's say each block is a truth of God's word that the Holy Spirit gives to us to obey. And so, when the Holy Spirit gives you a block to obey, Elias, you can take this. Here, I'll give each one of you a block. Okay? The Holy Spirit has just given you a word to obey. And let's think about some things that the Holy Spirit gives to you to obey. What, what command of Jesus comes to you? Anyone? Is there a command that he gives to children? Yes? Can you think of one? Yes, obey your parents. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Ephesians 6, verse 1, and then verse 2. So, what are you going to do with that, Sherry? Are you? So, let me give you your block. So, if you're going to take this truth, you can handle it one of two ways in your life. You can say, okay, I'm going to start building my life. Now, just throw it down. There you go, just like that. 
Everybody throw in your blocks. Well-built house. That'll stand very strong in your life, right? Listen, wouldn't you like to live in that house? No. Okay, take all your blocks back. Come each get a block. Now, let's redo this. How would you like to start building your house? How would you do it? Oh. You would do it what? Oh, you put in the floor first. Well, we're building the floor, Tiffy. Let's pretend you're building the floor. So how about we lay it down very nice and carefully? Lay it down very nice and carefully. There. Intentionally. Remember, you're building a house. Yes. Okay. Now, let's go ahead and build more blocks on top. Let's go like this. Let's, let's build a good one like this. Let's just put them together like you're building a tower. Okay. Yep, then the other way. And let's think of each block as a command of Jesus. What are some other things that Jesus said we should do? How about the one, be kind one to another? You could do that carefully, or you could just kind of throw it on like this, mm. or like this. No. How about Jesus said, don't complain about anything. Ah, that one's not that important. That one can go like this. No? Okay. You're very careful. That's good. Each truth is a block in our life. If you do it carefully, it will stand strong. Very good. One more, two more, three more. About the other way? Let's put it this way. Nice and carefully. Make it strong. Some more? You, Benny, you want to put yours in there? And then put one in the middle, right on top. There you go, like that. Like that? Let's, let's do it like this because I'm not done illustrating the truth. Now, after you've obeyed all of Jesus' words and you keep obeying them and you put them carefully in your life, guess what? As time goes on, sometimes we start thinking, ah, this one's not so important, right? Like how about being kind to each other? Do you think that one's really important, a building block of truth in your life? But what if you're not that kind and you start saying, ah, let's just take this block out of my life. It doesn't really matter. We'll be careless with that one. How about, can you think of some other ones? Uh, love. Huh? Love. Okay, so you, you're not that loving to each other? How about complaining? Do you think that one's a big one? Are you sure? I bet you could take that one out of there and your life would still stand just fine. Don't you think? Okay. Um, can you think of any others? To disobey. What if, what if it's just a little disobedience? Like, you know, how about mom says... Or dad says, mom says you should wash the dishes. Or put your dishes in the dishwasher. Nah, it's not a big deal. Let's take that one out. It doesn't really matter. <gasps> Wait, another one came off with it. <gasps> oh, sometimes when you take a little one, another one comes out with it. You hadn't intended to come out. And so, how about, you know, you start thinking, oh, is that going to be a problem, do you think? Hmm? Think, yeah. You think that'll be a problem? I 
Okay, let's, let's do this one. This one's not that important, is it? How about one that says, um, yeah, let's think of some others. Can someone else think of some? That's a good one. Just a little lie. It's not going to hurt anybody, is it? Surely it won't hurt my life. Yeah, I mean, hey, lying, you know, it's, we, you know, what's the matter with a little lie, right? You can get away with it. It didn't hurt anybody. So that's a careless one in my life. Doesn't really matter. How about some others? Yes. Be gentle. I'm sorry, what was that? That's right. Very good. See, do you know what she said? The devil is the father of lies. So if we think lying, wait, 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 Lucas, just a minute. If we think lying is just a little thing in our life, we just obeyed the devil. We did. So wait, there was another one. She said, be gentle. How many of you think being gentle is important? Hey, don't do that. No, no, you get out of here. That's not nice. No, no, no. Be careful. Careful. Oh, that's my house. What are you doing? Kicking around. Be careful. You keep your feet back. That's good. You be nice. Is that being gentle? No. Oh. Okay, then we take out this block. Oh, we all, two or three went with it. When you're not gentle, after a while, let's put these right here. You start having a heap of a heap around you. Your house is starting to become like a bit of a mess. <gasps> Some more are going to fall. Almost went with it. That gentleness is pretty important, don't you think? How about being humble? Like not bragging about ourselves to other people. Or not being jealous. All of those commands, they slowly start coming out. And you know what? Jesus said one day... It's just going to do this. All of a sudden, something's going to happen in our life. And our house has become a pile of blocks of truth. You're going to make another house. Because this one here sure isn't good to live in anymore, is it? But you know what? See, Jesus made you guys little builders. Immediately when your house comes crashing down, what does the Holy Spirit say to us? You can change this up, right? You can change it and you can build. Oh, don't take one of hers. No. Be sharing. Oh, that's a good one. How about sharing some of your blocks, Elias? How about that? Share one with another and build, help, help each other build your houses with truth. So, you're going to? Guess what? You already are the temple of the living God. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. And when we obey Christ's words, every little word of truth, we can build a strong house. And just like that, Elias, that's very good. We can start building each other's house together. And we can start sharing this truth with each other. And our houses become one big house. All right, I think you guys got the point. Yep. Okay, let's go back to our parents. Thank you for your time. Remember to listen to Jesus' words.
And every little word is a truth, a block of truth that if we are carefully put together, we'll have a good, strong house. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. Brother Dave. Good morning to everyone this morning. Thanks for everyone coming this morning. I know there's been some uh, sickness and whatnot going around this past week and all, so it's great everyone that can be here. Thanks, Brother Anthony, for the song service this morning. There's just quite a few. I'd say probably the first three songs for sure. It's just some songs that have been really just gone through my head last couple weeks already. And I just so very much am blessed by that. And also, as um, our pamphlets here or whatever, um, when a, he gave me one of these morning, very first thing that caught my attention was the uh, the front page here, Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. I asked Katie, I was like, did you pick this up from the uh, the yesterday morning, the Northern Colorado prayer breakfast? She said, no. <laughs> she said, and it's just like, is this, the lady that shared the keynote speaker yesterday brought this scripture out. And it just really caught my attention. Um and it's a promise that we can have in Christ for sure. Thanks, Phil, for sharing for the children's lesson. Um, sometimes with the kids' lesson, sometimes it's also for the, the big kids, for sure. So thank you. Um, just a reminder, we do have communion today. Um, I guess Phil will have some, uh, the, the reading of some the scripture and then after that, we'll have uh, breaking of the bread and juice. And then please feel free to stay around for a lunch this afternoon. I think my wife called it Amish haystack or something. I'm like, what is that? So she said, well, it's just a Mennonite Amish that eat it. I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> so um, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, in reminder for men, uh, if you want to be part of the uh, book um, study over here at Phil's, um, be, what well, am I going to bring it? Oh, on the 14th. Of, so it would be not this Wednesday, but, but the following week. Um, honey, is there, is there a table filled up for the gala? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, those who have uh, reserved your seats at the tables, I think uh, there's two tables. Thanks for uh, being part of that at the Gala uh, Resource Center there. Um, excited to have everyone there. Um, and also the, uh, the, the Saturday morning prayers, usually at the 7 a.m. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Okay. I think that's all I have. Um, 
I want to just pause for a word of prayer, and then I'll turn the time over to Brother Phil. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your love and for your goodness to us. Lord, I just thank you for the way you you move in in uh, your spirit and uh, how you reach into each of our lives in a various different ways. And Lord, I just thank you for um, your forgiveness. And Lord, that we can have the redemption and the plan of salvation. It's all because of you and through your blood, Jesus Christ. Lord, I just pray you be with Brother Phil. Um, Lord, as we continue in the service and we open up your word, Lord, I just pray to you uh, minister to each of our hearts. Thank you, Father, for your goodness in Jesus' name. So I felt led this morning to go through the book of Isaiah in the reading of the scriptures that will do in coming and celebrating the life of the Lord Jesus. Isaiah, more than any other prophet of the Old Testament, speaks more of Christ than any of the other prophets. And as I went through the book, I was greatly encouraged. It's just the one that does. Yeah, it's not the right one. You get this other one. So as we did in the past, I'm just going to uh, call out your name. You can pass the mic or keep it here. And um, we're just going to read through the different sections of Isaiah that speak of the prophecies of Jesus. Dad, we'll begin with you. And if you'll read uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 through 7. I wanted to read something first uh, that I got in one of my letters that I got, and uh, it was really encouraging to me. It's about uh, D.L. Moody said this, Someday you will read in the papers that D.L. Moody of East Northfield is dead. Don't you believe a word of it? At that moment, I shall be more alive than I am now. I shall have gone up higher that is all, out of this old clay tent into a house that is immortal, a body that death cannot touch, that sin cannot taint, a body fashioned like a Jewish glorious body. I was born in the flesh in 1837, D.L. Moody says, I was born in the spirit in 1856. That which is born of flesh may die. That which is born of the spirit will live forever. My wife was born in 1955. She was born in the spirit in 1981. That which is born of the flesh may die. That which is born of the Spirit will live forever. So that's why I want to see my wife. Isaiah chapter 9 says in the heading of this, What joy shall be in the midst of affliction by the birth and kingdom of Christ? 
Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation, when at the first he lighted afflicted the land of Zubalin and the land of Nephli, and afterward did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilean of the nations. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased joy. the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest. And as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon the kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf will dwell with the lamb, shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fatted calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not be hurt or destroyed in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples of him, shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious. In that day the Lord will extend his hand yet a second time to recover the remnants I'll start that over. In that day the Lord will extend his hand yet a second time to recover the remnant that remains of his people from Assyria, from Egypt, from Pathros, from Cush, from Elam, from Shinar, from Hamath, and from the coast lands of the sea. You said through 11, right?
Then you will say on that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for although you were angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. Therefore you will draw, you will joyously draw water from the springs of salvation. And in that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Make them remember that his name is exalted. Praise the Lord in song, for he has done excellent things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry aloud and shout for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel.
his love and compassion. For the Lord is a faithful God. Blessed are those who wait for his help. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. He will be gracious if you ask for help. He will surely respond to the sound of your cries. Though the Lord gave you adversity for food, suffering for drink, he will still be with you to teach you. You will see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. Then you will destroy all your silver idols and your precious gold images. You will throw them out like filthy rags, saying to them, good riddance. Then the Lord will bless you with rain at planting time. There will be wonderful harvest and plenty of pasture land for your livestock. The oxen and the donkeys that till the ground will eat good grain. It's chaffed along the way by men. In that day when your enemies are slaughtered and the towers fall, there will be streams of water flowing down every mountain and hill. The moon will be as bright as the sun, and the sun will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven days in one. So it will be when the Lord begins to heal with his people and cure their wounds he gave them.
shout for joy on the tops of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise. The Lord will go forth like a banner. He will arouse his zeal like a He will utterly shout. Yes, he will praise the Lord. Isaiah 51, 1 through 11 says, Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock whence ye are uh, hewn, and by the hole of the pit whence you are digged. Look unto Abraham your father, unto Sarah that bare you, for I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion, he will comfort all her waste places, and he will make her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of the Lord. And joy and gladness shall be found therein, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Hearken unto me, my people, give ear unto me. Uh, my nation, O oh, my nations, for law shall proceed from me, and I will make my judgment to rest for light of the people. My righteousness is near, my salvation is gone forth, and my arm shall judge the people. 
The isles shall wait upon me, and on mine arms shall they trust. Lift up your eyes in the heavens, and look upon the earth beneath, for the heavens shall vanish away, the smoke and the earth shall was old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die like in the manner of my manner, but my salvation shall be forever, and, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people of whose heart is my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be afraid of their evil. For the moth shall eat them up like a garment, and the worms shall eat them up like wool. But my righteousness shall be forever, and my salvation from generation to generation. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake, as the ancient days in the generations of old. Art thou not that hath cut Rahab and wounded the dragon? Art thou not in which had dried the sea, the waters of the great deep, that hath made the depths of the sea a way of ransom to pass away? Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads and they shall obtain gladness and joy. Song and mourning shall flee away. I do, do want to say the last verse years ago I learned that as a song. For the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion and the esteemed joy shall be upon their heads. God bless you. Behold, my servant shall deal prudently. He shall be exalted and exalted and be very high. As many were astonished at the thief. His uh, visage 
was so marred more than any man in his form, more than the sons of men. So shall he sparkle many nations, or sprinkle many nations. The king shall shut their mouths at him, for that which had not been told them shall they see. And that which they had not heard shall they consider.
Full chapter. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent to me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the Lord of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console. Those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified, and they shall rebuild rebuild the old ruins. They shall rise up the former, they shall raise up the former. A desolation, and they shall repair the ruined uh, cities. The desolation of many a generation. The strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the foreigner shall be your plowmen and your the vine the vine dressers. But you, but you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of your God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor, and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their work. In truth, and will make them with an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All who see, all who see them, shall acknowledge them, that they are the prosperity whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for He has clothed me with the garment of salvation. 
he has covered me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, as a bride adorns herself with her jewels, for as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes the as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Amen. Thank you, Brother Phil, for all the that reading there in Isaiah. It's just uh, a blessing to to be able to read that, the promises that God has set before us. Um, and it's because of him for what we just read. That's why we're here in this manner, this way. So this time uh, we're going to uh, partake of communion, uh, just kind of like we do normally. Um, uh, having the bread and the uh, the juice, the cup there. So this time.